What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Glock 9 Show. I hope you guys are having an amazing, amazing week. Before we get into the topic tonight, I, I want to kind of clarify some things for you guys. A lot of you guys, after, the, you know, we talked about a lot of things in the first couple of episodes, such as like self-promotion and writing coattails and among other things. And a lot of you guys reached out to me with like some, you know, you know, a little bit of, I would say like guilty consciences, kind of like questioning if you did that and stuff like that. If I have not directly messaged you on any platform and kind of talked to you about it, you have nothing to worry about. I am one of those people that if I have an issue with what you're doing, I've been doing this long enough to where I have no issue reaching out saying, hey, you know, can you kind of like dial that back? Can you kind of pointing out like this is what you're doing? And, you know, sometimes it's usually newer streamers who don't realize they're doing it. It's usually not ill-intended you know they don't realize what they're doing so if i haven't dm'd you with an issue that with something you said something you've done you have nothing to worry about i've already talked to the people that i i was kind of talking about i mean and guarantee they don't even listen to this podcast anyway so if i didn't reach out to you don't worry about it i love you guys it's all good but the subject we're going to get into today is about the state of streaming a lot of you guys have asked me kind of where i think streaming is going where where you know kind of how it started and what it's grown into nowadays you know when streaming first began for me when i first got into the scene it, there weren't that many streamers you had the main person i was kind of watching was summit 1g where he was you know one of the basically main games that were being streamed was counter-strike and counter-strike tournaments and stuff like that you had a couple of other things here there there's some people Streaming some, you know, World of Warcraft and other things, but no one really cared to watch, you know, other games like that. You know, and it kind of, you know, evolved into people seeing it. And it's kind of the same way people see it nowadays, where a lot of people see live streaming as a way to make money, a way to kind of pay the bills with streaming. And we've already talked about this, where like, if that's your intention of streaming, you're going to be very, very upset and sadly mistaken that it's not as easy as you think to make money streaming you know and i, and I think it, you know now in 2021 and 2020 during the pandemic a lot of people turned to streaming the a lot of people were viewers that turned to streamers and that's fine that's i mean it, it is what it is you know if that's what you want to do more power to you but back in the day there wasn't that much competition i wish i would have started sooner i wish i would have started streaming sooner before the there, you know, there was so, you know, so many more people on the scene. There's so much more competition. But we, uh, we started when we did. I wasn't planning. Again, you guys, I already told you my story in episode one. Uh, I wasn't planning on streaming or being a streamer or creating a community. It was just for a buddy to watch. And I think that's not how a lot of people got into streaming. I've heard stories of people accidentally hitting the button on Xbox when they went live on Mixer. You know, it was that easy. And then they just enjoyed it. And then there's other people that are like, oh, I think I'm one of the best in the world. I started streaming. And that's kind of how streaming used to be, where streaming used to be about watching the very best players. And that, that was kind of like the reason a lot of these streamers started streaming was they had this talent and they tried to you know showcase it. And then now, fast forward nowadays, like, like, look at me. I don't ever claim to be the best at anything. I don't claim to be you know, the best at Call of Duty, the best, you know, hunter in World of Warcraft or, 
you know, the best sniper in Realm Royale, even though I will put my highlight reel up against anybody. I don't really care. But anyways, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's turned into, there's a big, big, big difference between being the best in the world and being a content creator, being a leader of a community. You know, there, there's so many different ways to be a content creator. And it's not just video games. This is where state of the state of streaming is so different nowadays. You know, live streaming used to basically be just video games. You know, on, like on Twitch, what was it? Justin TV. And then you had uh, Beam before it was Mixer. You know, on those sites, it, it, it was mainly just gaming. Nowadays, you have people doing ASMR, which I'm not into. You have people doing tattoos. You know, they, they own the tattoo shop and then they live stream themselves to, you know, while they're doing tattoos, you know, trying to earn some extra revenue that way. You have people who are airbrushers, you know, artists. There's a bunch of different things. People, you know, live stream themselves, you know, working on cars. And it's a whole different thing now. There's a cooking shows. You know, I'm just off the top of my head. There's all this stuff that I'm kind of thinking of. But there's so many different things. There's also people that live stream and literally, like, they're all they do is just chatting. They don't play a game. They don't do anything. They just literally sit there. And have a conversation with you, and the, and that's cool. That's fine. You you know, and I'm not here to sit there and complain about it. live streaming. Is not just for video games, and and that's kind of where it's changing into. Where sometimes if you go to Twitch, you look at the top browse categories. Just chatting is one of the main ones. And me personally, I mean, I love just. You guys have seen me before, where I say I'm about to get off, and then we. The best part of the stream is the last hour when I'm on the full camera and we're just having a straight up conversation. And that's where. That's was was you know some of the best moments of my streams. It's absolutely amazing at you know when that happens, but it's evolved into a there, there there's a good thing about it and there's really a, you know a couple of bad things about it. It's amazing to see what it's turned into and the opportunities that it creates for people, especially when you're passionate about something. I love seeing I, you know, I have a, I have a buddy who's a tattoo artist in Washington. That's where I got the idea for tattoo shops, but. He, he's been through a lot over the last couple of years. You know, he lost a tattoo shop, went into live streaming and he's a very good artist. And he was, he started selling, he was drawing on Twitch and people were watching him draw and stuff like that. And, and then he made enough money to get, uh, what's it kind of like an iPad where you can draw on there and was able to send people graphics and make logos for people and emotes and this and that he actually made, enough to rent out a out of place to open up a tattoo shop again and he opened up a tattoo shop and now he live streams as long as the customer says it's good okay but he actually live streams himself doing tattoos and people love like me i love tattoos i mean i don't really care to watch someone get one done but it's a really cool process to like kind of tune in and see what he's working on and how long he he'll chat with you while he's doing it like you know, how long have you been doing that piece? So it's and it's an extra way for him to earn revenue while doing something that he loves and his passion of being a tattoo artist. Now, when it comes to how many people are picking up streaming, no matter what they're doing or playing or whatever, it's there's so much competition out there. It's turning into what it's so much different than before where it's so hard and I talked about this in the previous episode and again this again 
do not have a guilty conscience. I'm talking about anybody in this aspect, but people are so turned off to playing with somebody else who's a streamer because it's a dog eat dog world now. Before another streamer would approach you to play with you and no one would even bat an eye. No one would care. No one would even think twice. But now it's that everyone realizes how much competition is out there. They're looking for every angle and every opportunity to get ahead of the next person. And like even myself, I, I mean, I, I still sit there and I, I look at growth. I'm looking at how I can try and grow. And like for me, I've reached out to multiple people about this podcast. And we, by the way, we have some amazing guests lined up for the next month or so that are going to be coming on here. And I'm very excited for that. But for me, even been doing this for four years to reach out to people, whether they're around the same, you know, audience level I am or you know, I have somebody coming on here in the next month or so that has like 400,000 followers on Facebook gaming. And, he, and it was a scary thing to reach out to this man, you know, thinking like, oh, he thinks I'm just trying to use him for views. No, I, I, and we, and the cool thing was he was able to sit down and have a conversation. We, we, we kind of talked through uh, Twitter DMs and I basically explained to him the reason I want to have him on the show is because he's one of the pioneers of Facebook gaming. And I, I and you know, and I'm not trying to give away who it is, but we kind of have like similar lifestyle. He he technically could full time stream, but he doesn't. He has a full time job. He has a family, and he he chose Facebook game. His Facebook page was made in like 2012, and he chose Facebook from the beginning. And I don't think, unless he says otherwise, I don't think he's ever switched. So that's a great conversation to have. But this man has like 400 thousand plus followers. And it was a scary thing. To find. I, I don't want him to think that I'm trying to use him. You know, I'm just trying to get some cool content information for the show and stuff like that. But that's how it is nowadays. You're afraid that someone's going to think that way. So it's a, it's a scary thing to reach out in the first place. And then as the streamer being reached out to, you kind of got to check that person's motivation. You know, what, what, what is their, what is their motivation behind this? What is their, their angle? And, you know, it, it, it kind of sucks that you have to do that. And then, but that's kind of where streaming is now nowadays. You know, I think Ninja said it best because if you guys stream, I would love to hear your guys's like stories of how you explain it to your parents or your family. You know what streaming is. I mean, I've been streaming for, like I said, for like about four years, and my my parents. I think my mom kind of understands more now, kind of like what I do. She still doesn't understand like how we make revenue outside the charity. Uh, my dad still is like, I, I just don't get it. <laughs> he's the one that inter- introduced me to video games and he, he's still trying to like, he, he thinks I make big bucks and he's trying to like, always trying to get me for, you know, royalties or whatever. The fact that he, I, he introduced me to gaming, even though he doesn't play video games. And I'm like, dad, I don't make like real income. You know that, right? It's all for charity. He's like, he's one of the guys who goes, well, I thought you were a big streamer. You're partnered on Facebook, one of the biggest social media. I'm like, oh, I just, I'm, I'm, we're not getting in this conversation. Like, he just doesn't understand. But I would love to hear, like, uh, what other streamers, like, how, how do, they, how do your parents, like, accept or understand, you know, streaming in general? I think it's a hilarious conversation to have, but it's just one of those things where now we're at a point where people are literally making millions of dollars doing this. And I think Ninja said it best when he went on, I think it was on Jimmy Fallon and it was one of the best quotes that when Jimmy Fallon asked him like, well, why would someone want to watch you play a video game? 
when they can play it themselves. And he said, why do people watch football on Sundays when they can just go outside and go play football? You know, that now that's an argument for watching someone who is amazing in a video game. Like, but at the same time, for, I mean, Ninja was, was great at Fortnite, right? But we all know he wasn't the best in the world. He was an entertainer. And he was, but, but at the same time, he was very good. But there are people like, like, I mean, like when I watch Shroud play a first person shooter, it's like, holy crap. Like, it's insane the knowledge and the, the skill set this man has. So it's, it's fun to watch him for the skill set. And then you got people like Tim the Tapman, who is absolutely hilarious. He's still good, but he's absolutely hilarious. He's a joy to watch. So it's one of those things where it's one of those things where it's an entertainment thing and people have different content creation styles. Okay. Like, like me, my, my style is I want to interact with people when I'm live streaming. I like to interact with people while trying to put out some really good gameplay and like kind of like wow moments and stuff like that. And try and ride that line. Because I'm one of the believers. I believe live streaming is about the viewer. If you're live streaming. Your focus should be on chat. And who's in chat. Because they're there to interact with you. Right. But. There's also people out there who want to. You know. Focus on their gameplay. And be amazing at the game. And then talk afterwards. Then, then you have. Content creators that are out there for. Who post videos and stuff. With information like. One of the big things you're seeing, like with people using TikTok and Instagram and Facebook to put out videos of loadouts. Whenever the meta changes in Warzone, there's people that are trying to get ahead of the competition by instantly finding out like the most broken meta and then putting it out there as fast as possible. And then everyone's using the same meta, the same broken guns and stuff like that. And then, you know, they still live stream and stuff like that, but you're getting known for your information you know you're giving information about the game then you have the people who are just there to create a community which is kind of like what i do i'm i'm there to create a community be be there with the community and i will say you know being a community person is actually it's pretty rough you guys have seen people come and go in my community and stuff like that i've tried my best to i've tried my best to keep everybody around and everybody's satisfied and then you, you have people in the community that just don't get along and you know it is what it is you know this guy doesn't like this guy or this girl doesn't like this guy this guy doesn't like this girl and you know they make little stupid comments at each other and gilded or discord and you gotta kind of play you know be a parent to them and stuff like that it's, it's a lot you know managing a community is not easy you know and that's why I, I, I give a shout out to any community managers out there you know I mean Shout out to Chibi Love for, you know, all she did with Mixer Hype Zone. Now she has her insecurities, and that's a lot of work, man. Like, just trying to manage my one community is hard enough. I can imagine having all those thousands of people in there. You know, there's, there's, a, there's a lot that goes into it nowadays. It's not just hit the live button, stream, and then end. That's how it used to be. But now there's so much more involved in the state of streaming in, in, this, in this time where you need to be ahead of the game you need to be different you need to be you know shining above everybody else and it's really hard to do that and that's where you know my advice to people getting into streaming is just have fun just have fun the state of streaming is really hard you're now entering you're entering into streaming at the worst possible time 
with how many people are out there. How many, I mean, how many times do you see new streamers with like thousands? I think one of the biggest problems right now, and people don't really talk about this, is viewbotters. Twitch has a huge problem with viewbotters. And the thing is, and we're not talking about people who view by a thousand views, two thousand views, because that's too obvious. Now people are taking over these small categories and just putting like twenty five views, thirty views on on themselves, and then moving themselves to the top of the and pushing you know the top of the the category and then pushing you down with fake viewers. And it's so easy. Like we've done research on this. You know, me and a couple other streamers did it when it was a big problem in Realm Royale. It's literally $5 a stream and you can have, you can actually pick anywhere from zero to a hundred viewers. And it's, and the only way, like it's really hard to detect it. And that's why Twitch doesn't ban people because it's really hard to detect it. And we didn't, we didn't put view on our channels or anything like that. We were reading, reading the information on the website. So we made that clear. I hate view butters. I hate view bots, period. I, I hate any kind of lying involved in streaming. Like we talked about this already with people who make fake goals and who like make people or use people use the viewers and manipulate the viewers so being a view butter is manipulating viewers manipulating what because a lot of people are always going to be attracted to success right and that's kind of how the angle people are going with streaming nowadays and like I said, everyone's going to try and use any means necessary to get ahead. And like I made the comment about Gilded, which if you're listening to this dude, I, I apologize. It wasn't meant this way towards you, but I made a comment about Gilded, how I put it out there. You know, I, I posted it. If I go to Discord right now and I go to my announcements, the first time I posted about Gilded was January 11th. It was January 11th was my first announcement of Gilded. I said, hey, come join my Gilded server. We're, we're checking out this, this server. I would like everybody's opinion, right? And I think like four or five people joined. And then I announced it again, like two weeks before we were partnered. And maybe like two or three more joined, but no one cared. No one cared to check it out, right? No one cared about it no one cared to even like ask no one even asked in discord about it they just automatically wrote it off and then as soon as soon as i announced that i was partnered with gilded everyone like you saw a flood of people just come flying in to come check it out like like oh you're partnered with this company oh well well, let's 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 go see what what it's all about right and now, I'm not trying to talk crap about anybody that did that. You know, I, I, I give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Maybe you just didn't see it. Maybe you just didn't. Maybe you didn't really think about it at the time. And, oh, I'll do it later. You forgot, whatever. You know, I give everybody the benefit of the doubt. But at the same time, like, you'll see it with anybody of as soon as you announce a partnership. And there's a big difference. You know, let me point this out to everybody and get and clarify this for everybody. Affiliate. Partnership sponsorships are all different. An affiliate is basically anyone can go on there and get a code, right? Anyone can go and get a code and get ten percent off. So, like, you go to Player Player One Coffee is a good example. Like, anybody can get a discount code with Player One Coffee. You're not partnered with them; you're affiliated with them, right? 
So you, you know, and the, and the way it works is you push their product and anyone that buys it with your code will get 5% off, but that 5% will go, you, basically they get 5% off that five, that whatever that discount was, you get that. So whether it be a dollar or $2, whatever that they saved, you end up getting that and you actually get a revenue from that. A partnership, yes, a partnership, like, okay, for example, anyone can pretty much be affiliate with Raise Energy right now. You can go on there and be an ambassador, which is kind of the same thing as an affiliate. There's a fancy way of saying it. Get your own discount code and you can start pushing it. I'm partnered with Rep Sports and Raise Energy. So the difference is they give me stuff to kind of push the product even further. So like they sent me 144 freaking cans and I, you know, I could sell them if I wanted to, I could give them away, which I basically gave them all away. I actually only have like one 12 pack left. I know you guys saw that big stack I had, but so they gave the, you know, partnership is usually they give you a code still for whatever the product is. If they, if it were, you know, their product has a code like G fuel or whatever, so Raise Energy gives me a code and they send me merch all the time to, you know, to wear on stream. They send me, you know, cans. So like I'm pretty much always loaded up on Raise Energy depending, you know, and like I, I personally can order from their website anything for like 60% off pretty much. Like I get it for like what they pay for it to where they just want me to show it off. Basically, that's a partnership. There's a lot more involved in partnerships and affiliates. And then sponsorships are literally like, I can't remember. If, I can't remember who it was. There was a streamer that I, I. It might be Ninja, but I don't. I mean, I don't want to be wrong about this. But there was a streamer that was sponsored by a energy drink, and in their contract, they paid them like forty thousand dollars a month just to have the product in the background, like this big. It was. It was like a um a little mini fridge with the logo on it but it had to be in the frame at all times and they had to do, they had to stream for a certain amount of hours per month and they were, they were a full-time streamer. So it was very easy to hit it. Basically their contract leaked, but it was $40,000 a month just to have a mini fridge behind them. And the funny thing is you never see them reach behind and grab one. You never see them drinking it. Like that's crazy, but that's a sponsorship where they actually pay you to use their or to like basically sport their product. So don't get a twist when everyone goes out there running around saying they're partnered with everybody and stuff like that, which a lot of people just go on a website, sign up for an affiliate code and they go, Hey, I'm partnered with, you know, secret labs, which like me, I'm not partnered with secret labs. I have an affiliate code with secret labs. Cause again, any product you ever see me use or like have a code or whatever, it's cause I believe in the product. I will never, like, I honestly, I don't even care if, uh, you know, like respawn. I've never used their chairs. I'm just using them as an example. If respawn, you know, said, Hey, I'll give you like $3,000 a month, you know, to use our chairs. Well, I would say, Hey, let me test it out first. Number one. And if I tested it out, I didn't like it. And I was sitting in it. I'm not going to, I wouldn't accept that because if I don't use it, I'm not going to force myself to use something just for money. First of all, but the thing is, if I don't believe in the product or I don't use the product, I shouldn't be pushing the product. And that's very, you know, I, I don't like misleading my community. So I wouldn't do it. But all right, we're getting we're getting off topic here talking about sponsorships and all this stuff. But 
you see uh, the whole point was you see how people will flock to success, right? So people will always flock to people who have partnership announcements and who have, you know, like, like for a good example, like road company, which I know a lot of you guys have been asking about the high risk story. It's coming. I'm thinking episode 10 for that one. I'm waiting until episode 10 for that one, just for the fact of, I want to try and keep, you know, hopefully I can retain you guys and you guys are enjoying I, the reviews have been amazing. So make sure to take this time right now. You know, if you get a chance make, make sure you go review it. If the, wherever you watch it has a review process, make sure you go fill out an honest review. It really helps grow the podcast. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. But anyways, so when it comes to people flocking to, to success, and people are going to use any means necessary, whether it be a view bot or, you know, trying to fake like, oh, I'm partnering with here. I'm partnering with them. I'm partnering with them. And you're going to start noticing now that now that I've actually said this, you're going to start noticing a lot of people are going to start saying that they're partnered with so-and-so, partnered with so-and-so, partnered with so-and-so. And you're going to realize I can go over there and get partnered too. And it's not really a partnership. It's it's an affiliate program just to get people to feel good about having their own code. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if you believe in the product and you apply for partnership and they deny you, you can always still ask for affiliate code if they have that kind of program. Nothing's wrong with being an affiliate, but it's the way that you present it to people. You present it to people, you know, trying to act like you're more successful than what you are. And it takes time, number one, to be successful. It takes a lot of, I mean, it takes a lot of time and dedication. You're, it's very rare you're going to, especially in the state of streaming nowadays, it's very rare, very rare you're going to find instant success, even if you go and you try and, and capitalize on these smaller market games. There's still, even nowadays in these smaller market games, you're going to be among enough people to where you really have to stand out. You really have to get your name out there. You got to find a way to get your name out there in the right way. You got to do everything the right way. And that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's my thing. Cause you don't want to burn bridges. You don't want to burn bridges while you're trying to find success. Because if you burn bridges along the way, you may come to a time where you need someone's help. And they're going to remember how you got there. They're going to remember what you did. And it's the community talks. Streamers talk. I wouldn't really call it gossip. I wouldn't really call it it gossiping. It's more of a, a lot of us that are in it for the right reasons, have each other's backs. And if we think somebody's doing something, like I've had people approach me about certain people. And kind of be like, hey, just a heads up. I'm not saying don't talk to this guy, don't do anything with this guy, or don't play with this guy. But this is what happened in this situation. And basically it ends with me saying, hey, I appreciate it. Thank you for the heads up. But usually I'm going to give it my own personal thoughts. Like, you know, I'm going to, I'm not, I'm not going to take just anyone coming over and say, hey, this guy is a piece of crap. And be like, oh yeah, you are right. He's a piece of crap. I'm just going to believe you. I'll have my own opinion, but it's like, a lot of the community will make you aware. If there's something that has happened with another streamer, there's always people looking to chop them down even more. And they're trying to, again, there's people who are going to try and capitalize 
by riding your coattail. And there's also be people that are going to try and break you down and ruin your image. It's going to happen. Like I said, that's the state of the streaming nowadays. It's, it's, it's hard. It's so hard. And there's so many people out there trying to make it for some people for good reasons, some people for bad reasons, but I think streaming is literally getting to the point where it's going to go even higher. I mean, you look at some of these tournaments they put on for esports, and it's freaking insane. They, they're selling out arenas for some of these sports. But it's not just esports. You're seeing people learning how to cook from live streamers. You're learning, people are learning how to draw. People are learning so much. And this is like, you know, it was already happening pre-COVID. COVID just truly escalated it to a new height. And streaming is going to continue to blow up. It's going to, people are still going to, I think what's happening right now is the viewership, the numbers of viewers has skyrocketed. I'm going to, I'm going to give you guys a stat. You guys can go to twitchtracker.com because obviously Twitch is the biggest platform right now. I haven't really found a site that gives you all the stats, but check this out. Okay, I'm going to read some numbers off to you guys. In December 2019, the average concurrent viewers, and this is like site-wide. This is site-wide. So everybody that's live at the same time, the usual average at all times in 2019, December, was 1.2 million average viewers. Okay? And then you fast forward, and in April 2020, which was a month after all these lockdowns, it rose all the way from 1.2 to 2.5 million. And it's been holding on steadily. As of February 2021, it was 2.9, almost 3 million average viewers on Twitch. Now here's active channels. Active channels in December 2019, there was 3.3 3 million active channels. Now that now active channels isn't just streamers. That's viewers as well. And then fast forward to February 2021, 9.5 million active channels. You went from 3.3 to 9.5 million active channels. This is just Twitch. This isn't including Facebook gaming. This isn't including Trovo, DLive, this new site, Glamesh, which, by the way, we're going to get in, into Glamesh in the next couple of weeks because uh, I think their alpha just launched. I'm actually going to check it out to this podcast, but we'll get into that. But this is literally just Twitch numbers. Hours watched. Hours watched in the, December 2019, 881 million hours watched. As of February 2021, wh- holy crap, <laughs> 1,977,000,000 hours watched. I mean, this graph is insane. Hours streamed, December 2019, 33 million. February 2021, 82 million. Viewers per streamer. Actually, it's kind of interesting. February 2019, 23.3. March 2021, 28.1. Didn't go up by that much per streamer because there's so many 
that, that's that's kind of a misleading stat because you gotta remember there's so many new streamers out there stuck at zero or one so that's kind of you can't really look at that because there's so many more streamers and more active channels and stuff like that but that that just shows how much it's grown and mainly it's because of the pandemic i mean think about think about streaming not just live streaming think about tv in general like how many people still watch like regular tv shows like you know I know that you still have, like the my wife watches like The Bachelor, This Is Us, and TV shows like that. But most of us are starting to watch TV shows on Disney Plus, Netflix, Hulu, and stuff like that. But, I mean, look at uh, the TV show WandaVision. It comes out once a week on Disney Plus. You know, Cobra Kai is a is a TV is a is a, a TV show on Netflix. Like streaming in general is is taking over everything, not just live streaming. You know, and and most people aren't even watching live television unless it's sports. They're watching Twitch or streamers. It's more enjoyable. It's it's a, you're watching a live a live show. You know, entertain. That's why I say you have to be an entertainer to be a streamer. Like you don't have to be an entertainer, but like that's kind of what your job is. Though you're there to entertain people, keep people entertained. That's like me recording this podcast. I can sit here. I mean, I can easily ramble on and I've probably already done it for this podcast, but go down different rabbit holes. Right. But it's like, I still have to, I have to retain your attention throughout the whole podcast. You know, I don't want you to be turning it off after 10 minutes. Like, Oh yeah, this guy's just, you know, going off on a rabbit trail again. No, I got to hold your attention. That's the same thing with live streaming. But with, with so many viewers out there, so many more streamers out there now, there's a lot more options for people to a lot more options for people to go view something else. So you have to try even harder now as a streamer to hold the attention of a viewer. And it's only going to get harder. And then it also, it also depends on who these companies like Twitch or Facebook, who they choose to back. Cause now you have contracts with people. Twitch is signing people. Twitch is signing people to millions and million dollar contracts. That's their cash cow. They're going to be backing them and pushing them and trying to get everybody to their channel because they're investing money in these people now. And now you got to, you know, before it was, everyone was kind of, you know, whether we, whether they had a sponsorship or not, the sites weren't getting involved. Like Twitch really wasn't getting involved. And, and until they signed some, I, I can't remember, I can't remember who the first, I, I think I don't know if it was Ninja or who it was. I, I think it was Ninja who was the first one to ever get an actual contract from a platform. I think it was when he went to Mixer. I can't, I, I, I'll check my facts on that one. We, we'll, 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 we'll come back to that subject eventually and talk about contracts. But I think that's when he went to Mixer, got a contract from Mixer and then, and then they locked down Dr. Lupo and Tim, the tap man. And that changed that changed streaming right there. Now that people are actually getting like actual contracts from the platform, exclusive contracts, you just changed the game right there. Like now that people can actually get contracts from different sites. I mean, Trovo pays his people a certain amount of money. You know, they have a little system over there. I know Facebook has like a contract with certain streamers on the, on their platform that basically to keep them there. And it's kind of, it's kind of changing. That's, that's one of the biggest changes of the game right there. If you really want to be a streamer, that's how you do it. Try and get to that level. But there's so much more involved. There's so much more involved. Now, in, in, 
in the end, streaming is still an amazing thing. I love live streaming. Uh, I do understand that my viewership is gone very, very far downhill. Um, I don't know if, if it's me. I don't know if it's the game we play. Um, I don't know if it's just the people that normally watch me are just kind of taking a break from me because they watch me almost every single day. I'm obviously not complaining. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing, but obviously reviews help sharing the, you know, if you think a podcast is very informative or a very good listen, make sure you guys share, share it on your social media, share it with your friends, get the views up, help me out. And, you know, we'll keep this thing going, but there's been many questions asked me about what I'm going to do. If I'm going to switch platforms, if I'm going to quit streaming and just go into straight podcasting, I'm always going to, you know, want to be a live streamer. I like live streaming, I like interacting no matter what. I am still taking a little bit of a step back to focus on podcasting. It's one of the things where for me, I invest a lot of time into what I do. I invest a lot of time in work, in family, in live streaming. Last year, I did 76 days worth of live streaming. Now, granted, I know we were in a pandemic. I was kind of a live uh, full-time streamer for like two months, three months. But yeah, think about something. I have, I'm about to have four kids. 76 days. I gave myself to my stream, to my community, to you guys. And we raised over $10,000 for charity. We were one of the top streamers on Mixer. We got partnered on Mixer. We got partnered on Facebook. There's a lot of great things that came from it. But I always say time is the most valuable thing. I think I'm starting to realize with the passing of my father-in-law that time is very important. And I've been live streaming almost every single night for four years. And the roller coaster is just, it's, it's almost like I'm getting nauseous with this roller coaster ride that we're on. So the days off are really helping me mentally. I'm not quitting. I'm not taking a full on break or anything like that. that people are kind of like thinking that I'm doing. I'm still working through some stuff. There's a lot of things going on in my personal life right now that when we're all good, don't don't worry about it. I already know someone's going to DM me, but don't worry about it. We're good. I'm just, I, I, I like to keep it honest with you guys. Um, but there's, there's a lot of things going on in my personal life, a lot of life-changing things that might be happening. You know, we're still de- we, we still haven't had the funeral for my father-in-law yet, so we are dealing with that. So I'm not quitting. I'm not switching platforms. The only thing I have thought about, which I haven't, maybe you guys can give me in, in, in the Gilded chat, uh, I have thought about for the charity events that we do once a month, maybe live stream those across all platforms to kind of get more eyes on the charity and kind of like, you know, lead them back, maybe try and lead people back to Facebook just once a month because in my contract, I can do that. But I'm thinking about doing that. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But as of right now, you know, you, I, I thank you guys so much for caring about what, I mean, I don't know where that even came from about me quitting. I never said I was going to quit. I did say, I did reveal that I thought about quitting in January and my wife talked me out of it, but 
I never publicly told anybody that I thought about quitting. I didn't tell any of you guys I thought about quitting. The only person I told it to was my wife. So the fact that someone has kind of seen where I'm at with streaming and like how I've been treating it, it speaks volumes that obviously my attitude isn't the same. And it's not that I don't care. It's not that I'm not passionate about it. It's just the fact of I'm starting to realize how much time that I invest into what I do and, and into you guys, which isn't, I wouldn't say it's a waste of time at all. I mean, I've made some of the best friendships I, I can ever ask for through streaming. You know, I've, I've never felt the love from people that I have, I have felt from you guys. You know, I grew up kind of like a loner and always felt alone. And you guys helped me with that, you know, showing me love. And, and when I'm not around, you guys tell me you miss me. And it's like, it, it, it makes me feel wanted. It makes me feel, you know, it gives me that feeling I never grew up with. And I thank you guys for that. So no, we're not going anywhere. Just this podcast is just really, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. We're going to get into a very sensitive subject next week. I think next week we're going to do this. We have a couple of guests that I'm going to bring on in the next couple of weeks. But there is a subject that I really am passionate about. And if you're a very sensitive person, I really hope that you will listen to the whole thing and give it a chance to kind of understand what I'm trying to say. We're going to talk about cancel culture. We're going to talk about cancel culture and how it's in you know impacting everyday life for everybody not just streamers just everyday people and we're gonna go through a couple of examples of what's been going on and stuff like that it's gonna get a little spicy and i would love after that episode's released please always even after this podcast if you guys have an opinion or something like that go to the gilded server and go to the general chat and you know ping me or somebody say hey i i, I like the podcast or Hey, I disagree with this, or maybe you can elaborate a little more on this. If there's something that I didn't, if I, this is not scripted. This is just me talking about a certain subject. So if there's something I didn't quite elaborate on, or I kind of got lost on a rabbit trail, you want to hear more about it, hit me up in Gilded. DM me on Instagram, DM me on Twitter. Let me know. But again, make sure you guys hit the reviews. If, if the site that you're listening to this on has a review system, I greatly appreciate it. More importantly, make sure you guys share it to your social media. Let's try and get some more people on here. We did have we did have two offline donations. One of them was remain remain anonymous. Anonymous, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I, I, I greatly appreciate it. And I'm gonna use your real name because the name you put is not appropriate. But Jesse, thank you so much for the twenty dollar donor to the to the podcast and what we're doing here. I greatly appreciate it, man. You know, it's a work buddy of mine. You're you're amazing. I appreciate you know, you've always had my back throughout this whole process and you know, first time you ever donated, so you know I mean I, I know you've been really enjoying the podcast. But anyways guys, again, Glock9.com, G L Zero C K N nine N E. Make sure you guys tune in next week. If you guys have any people that you want me to reach out to for a guest, make sure you DM me or type it in Gilded. I'm always looking at new people to bring on and new subjects. And that's the big thing. Subjects. If there's a certain subject you want to hear, I try and make this podcast about what you guys want to hear about. So if there's a podcast topic that you want me to give my opinion on, please DM me, type it in gilded. Just make sure that I, I have it. I have a list of topics that I want to go through for the next several weeks, 
but I have no problem, you know, bringing in, uh, you know, a community subject in that you guys want to hear. So just let me know. Again, I appreciate you guys for always having my back, always encouraging me to continue to do what I do. Have an amazing, amazing rest of your week. I will see you on facebook.com slash Glock9 for a live stream. But until next time, I appreciate it. Love you guys. Stay blessed.